I must say, this Sam of yours is quite a catch. We broke up last night. It was a mutual decision. Well, a little more mutual on her part than mine. But anyway, I'll be fine, Dan. Well, that's the spirit. Just put it all behind you. Exactly. Though I must admit I'm having a little difficulty achieving closure. See, Sam said that her feelings changed for no reason. Can't help thinking it might have been something specific about me. Now, hold on. Don't try to make this your fault. If a woman's trying to spare your feelings, she'll give you the old, it's not you, it's me. That's exactly what you said. It's going to just drive me crazy, you know? Until I know why it ended, I'll just assume it was any number of things about me. My self-confidence will be shattered. Well, you got two choices here. You can spend days trying to figure it out until it drives you nuts, or you can do the smart thing, make a clean break, never talk to her again, and get on with your life. And I think most of us can relate to that. Uh, that was from Frazier. Uh, I think most of us have been in situations where someone tries to spare our feelings and they say, you know, my feelings change for, I don't know why, for some reason it's just not working out. Now, are they being honest? Are they just very poor introspectors? There are always reasons why things don't work out in a romantic relationship. And it, it's just, are they willing to name them? Are they too personal that they don't want to name, like you smell and I don't want to tell you that is you know if <laughs> go to, what do you say to a person I don't like you I don't like your odor or I don't like your physique the way you look um, but the way to handle a situation like that if I'm left in the lurch anytime when someone says uh, you know I don't think it will work out you know for whatever reason it might not even be dating but I don't think this is going to work out whether it's a friendship or um, even uh, maybe in a business relationship, I call that the fill-in-the-blank problem. They leave you with a blank that if something is not working out with you because fill-in-the-blank. There's a huge question mark there. And so you can, it, I think it's legitimate, and I think we all do this. We take a moment to just say, oh, is there anything I did that was obviously offensive? You know, is it, was I too loud? Was I overbearing? Did I say something offensive? Uh, do I look particularly shabby today? Uh, do I, did I come across as very insecure because maybe it's a vulnerable moment in my life or did I come across as angry or did I yell at the waitress? You know, it's okay to do a quick check. Um, but if you don't find anything, you need dad's advice and that's not to continue questioning and berating yourself because you will drive yourself nuts. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner and now let's go to the phones and speak with Fiona. Fiona, you have a question about an abusive mom? Yes, um, I grew up with an abusive mother. Um, she had narcissistic personality disorder and she abused me emotionally. And so the whole childhood was like hell. And then I married a man with whom everything was the same. He's an abusive man. And on your website, I found the author, Susan Forward. Who yeah, she's excellent. Both, um, men who hate women. And it was a marriage like that. And yeah. I moved out. Um, and I'm trying to build a better life, but I'm already ill and burned out, and I feel that there is not enough strength left to build a better life. And in addition, I have to help the kids through the separation, and I don't know how it's going to continue. Maybe in five years they say they want to live with their dad, and then maybe I'm going to lose the kids. And um, yes, yeah, so my question is, how can I get over this horrible childhood? It's still influencing me. And with my husband, sometimes I'm thinking maybe I can get back together with him because being a single mother is hard and it's hard for the children. Maybe with better assertiveness skills, it could work. And I don't really know what to do. 
Okay, well, it sounds like you've done a lot of reading and researching on your own. Yes. And you really want to commend yourself for that because you come across as articulate, well-read, and struggling, really wanting to have your life back and not knowing the roadmap there. But you do know about assertiveness skills, and I'll tell you, I grew up in a family where I didn't know how to assert myself. And one of the great mm-hmm. things about being a psychologist is guess, guess who benefits first from those skills? <laughs> the psychologist? Yes. So we all learn them. So the more that you can learn what's called I language, I'm feeling this, yeah. I would like this, rather than you did this again, you're so mean, instead of I'm feeling hurt right now, the mm-hmm. more you can learn that and teach that to your kids too, either by role modeling it or mm-hmm. by being a good role model, or I even, I would teach kids that came into therapy assertiveness skills. Why not learn it when you're real young? How old are your kids? Seven and eight. Okay, and so you're just in the process of separation and divorce? Yes, I live uh, alone with the children, and um, yes, yeah, so we're separated, uh, but not yet divorced. Okay, so I'm going to recommend the book on my website, Helping Your Child Through Your Divorce Mm -hmm. by Florence Bienenfeld. You'll probably have to order it. It's not readily available. It's a fabulous book, though, and Mm -hmm. really should be read by dad also, by both parents. Very glad you read Susan Forward's book on abusive relationships and how to disentangle yourself and how to notice the signs. With the narcissistic personality disorder, it's my way or the highway. It's uh, mm-hmm. father knows best. And what what are the sort of things that either your mom or your ex would do? What? Criticize me constantly, and my ex would also treat me... Um, like a, almost like a slave. I had to do all of the housework and um, I stayed at home with the children and I had looked after them for eight hours and then uh, I can't have a perfect home. And he came home from work and then criticized me because there was a stain somewhere. Okay, so why would you consider going back to live with him? I, just because I'm not strong enough, uh, I feel too weak to, um, not psychologically, but uh, yeah, I don't have the strength to do all the the work that needs to be done. So you're on overload, and you don't have the financial ability to be able to hire babysitters or some part-time help? Mm, Yes. Oh, you do have the financial ability or you don't? I do. You do, because I would really avail yourself of that. I mean, why put yourself and the kids through a mom who's going through overload? You said you were ill. What type of illness? Is it overload or is it a physical illness? Adrenal fatigue. Okay. So you get tired quite easily? Yes. Mm. Okay, so basically you're dealing with a lot of burnout. What do you do for yourself that makes it feel like you have a little corner of your world left just for you? Well, I do have um, friends and and hobbies that I really enjoy, and and I've also read your book on romance. Um, I really enjoy that. Well, thank you. So you perk up a little bit when I hear you say hobbies and friends, and I think that's what you want to keep vibrant. So it really, you have a time management issue in order to buy back some time for part of your own life. You're you're going to want to figure out how you can 
get the help that's needed to free up some time. The kids are seven and eight, so do you have yes. any free time at all? Yes, yes, some free time. Okay. Uh, are they in school? Is that your free time? Yes. And how are they dealing with Dad uh, going through this separation or divorce? Um, quite well, but um, yeah, of course, um, more than during the week, it's it's okay for them to be with me. But then on Friday, they say uh, we want to go to Dad's uh, um, apartment and be with him. And <laughs> and that's not okay with you. You think he's abusive to them? Or you think no, he'll no, try he to turn? Do you think he would try to turn them against you? Is he vindictive? Mm, maybe a little bit. Okay. Uh, do would they talk with you about that? Well, uh, apparently at the moment he's telling them that uh, he he doesn't have much money left. Um, yeah, because uh, I don't know what exactly he's told them, but. Um, they say dad doesn't have so much money anymore and yeah. Okay. Well, first uh, the, I know we're running out of time right now. So, yes. um what I do recommend is reading the book Helping Your Child Through the Divo- Through yes. a Divorce and I think that's but for both of you. You wouldn't move uh, back together with I the, don't the uh, like that. I would not torture yourself. You sound like although you have adrenal fatigue and you're tired and you're on overload, you have the financial ability to repair that, I mean, to make some changes in your life. And mm-hmm. I think at this point, to resubject yourself to that narcissistic life that you were living is not good for you or the kids. So listen, mm-hmm. I wish you yes. the best. and um, Thank you so much. And thank you so much for the call, Fiona. Thanks. Bye. Uh, bye-bye. This is Dr. Ellen Kenner on the Rational Basis of Happiness, toll-free, 1-877-DRKENNER. Call me if you have a question. When I entered my marriage, I left my true self at the door. Now I don't even know who I am anymore. My girlfriend doesn't want to make anyone mad. I never know how she truly feels. And I'm clueless when it comes to pleasing her sexually. She won't express what she likes. How many lose themselves in a romantic relationship, feeling unimportant, taken for granted? Or perhaps they lie or cheat and think their partner should forgive and forget. I am Dr. Ellen Kenner, clinical psychologist and co-author with Dr. Edwin Locke of the Romance Guidebook, The Selfish Path to Romance. Provocative title? I know. By selfish, we mean the self-valuing, self-nurturing way to romance. You never want to lose yourself in a relationship. You want to create a win-win partnership to value your own and each other's goals and dreams. Discovering how to be true to yourself in a romantic partnership is learnable and key to romantic happiness. Check out our book with its daring title, The Selfish Path to Romance, at Amazon or SelfishRomance.com.